There we go. <laughs> I haven't drunk a Red Bull while recording in a while. I forgot that I had like three or four left in the fridge, and I just haven't even thought about it. How have I been making content, content without it? How? 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 I don't know. Without those sweet, sweet stimulants. Without that sweet, sweet energy juice. I don't know. I've been like streaming and shit. To be fair, I don't think that having my heart pound while I play horror games like would really be a good idea. I feel like I would go into cardiac arrest on twitch.tv forward slash TV underscore B, and I don't think that would be ideal. <laughs> it just gets you- clipped like a hundred times and spread to all social media platforms and I'm ruined. <laughs> Did you just plug yourself this early on? We haven't even started yet. It's funny is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Earlier, we were talking about Christmas trees, and I wanted to go back to that, actually. Yeah, although really going to be impossible to organically bring it up. So I'm excited to to sort of uh, give everyone a look behind the curtain in terms of how we come up with content for the show. We were It's eating- easy. Namely, we talk to each other, and we go, oh, shit, we can't talk about this right now. we got to record this later. We were eating dinner, and, and I don't know why Christmas came up, but Mike was like, have I told you about the Christmas farm? And I was like, no, I, I never went as a kid. And they were like, oh, what, what, what? we have to say that for the podcast. And I was like, well, shit, okay. So he put so many conversations on hold just to save them for you guys. So I don't even get to have organic conversations with my sibling anymore. <laughs> right. We still have organic conversations, just not when <laughs> we're going to record. That, that is true. We yeah, have plenty true. of organic conversations that is for our ears only. That's the that's the the special special Patreon content. That's the hundred dollar a month content. <laughs> You're right. Christmas tree farm. As I was saying, uh, by the time you rolled around, our mother had decided that she liked Douglas firs. Yes, and those were the Christmas trees that she was going to want. But previously, for decades. Our parents would drag us out to the Christmas tree farm, which was a farm in nearby town <laughs> that grew various pine trees vaguely cut into the shape of a Christmas tree. Oh, my God. And I'm talking like scrub pine. I'm oh. not even talking like nice pine trees. I'm talking like the saddest of pine trees. All, all sort of trimmed into shape like a Christmas tree. You Very Charlie Brown. And cut it down yourself. And here's the thing. The hard part wasn't finding a, a Christmas tree. The hard part was finding a tree without wasps. Oh, my God. Yeah. So dodging wasps was uh, a, what you might call a Christmas tradition for me. And I just get nostalgic every year where I'm thinking to myself, boy, howdy. I sure do miss the annual fleeing of the wasps. Boy, I sure hope Santa Claus remembers to leave a wasp nest in my Christmas tree this year. It's just not the same without it this Yuletide season. <laughs> Gosh, Santa, that'd be swell. God, that's funny. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is a wasp stung ass. A wasp stung ass. A wasp stung ass. <laughs> uh, so, at, yeah, what that- point, at what point... How many wasp stings were enough? Like, what? what's sort of the turning point? When do you stop going there? Went there, like, almost every year. Then, like, we started going to Lowe's, and then Lowe's had some Douglas firs, and then Mom couldn't get them. And that's Later on, when they started going to the other more fancy uh, local plant shops. Local garden shop, yeah. Local garden shop that had the really nice stuff, the good stuff, the oh, Douglas firs, the Fraser firs. Yeah, that pure uncut tree shit. I was gonna make a joke about pure uncut tree shit. Oh my god, our minds. <laughs> I know it's it's almost like we're related. Oh my god. <laughs> and on that note, it's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings, uh, one of whom gets nostalgic and thinks of Christmas every time they're stung by a wasp. The other of whom. Had a more normal childhood. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them, and she, her. And my name is Stevie, and I use he, they pronouns. And I made a very quizzical face when Micah said I had a normal childhood. But I thought, this is oh, true. I'll leave that for the Patreon subs. Right? <laughs> That's the $300 tier. You know, I've never been stung by a wasp. What? Never. Or a bee. What? Never. 
I have been stung by so many things that fly and hurt. Yeah. And like by the time I was like eight. Yeah. I remember like in elementary school, like a a couple times this happened where like everyone was like, ah shit, fuck, a bee. Ah and I knew that bees were attracted to sound and motion. Or I don't think I knew that, but I think I like figured it out. And so I just stood still and the bee did land on me and it crawled around a little. And everyone was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then it flew away, and I came away unscathed. And that happened, a, like, a couple times. So I don't really know what's going on there. What are you, a Disney character? Oh, you know, I'm just too cute for wasps to sting me. <laughs> uh, I'm a little bit insulted, given the fact I was stung, like, two dozen times a few months ago in my backyard. Yeah. And your implication here being that I'm just... I'm just such a butterface, the wasps couldn't help themselves but to sting me. Just an ogre, and God knows wasps love ogres. Wasps love stinging ogres. <laughs> Common known fact. It's in all the biology books. Right underneath, you know, wasps, temperate, really angry. Hobbies, stinging ogres. <laughs> Just stinging every ogre they can. And everyone's like, oh, what do they, what do they mean by, oh, what do they mean? It's, uh, it's a well-kept secret. I mean Shrek. I mean the wasps are out there stinging Shrek. DreamWorks herself fucking trademarks our podcast for referencing Shrek. Uh, right. I feel like there's been so much derivative content of Shrek at this point that DreamWorks cannot hope to keep copywriting it. Also, they can't, no they, they can't do that every time you say the name of their property, because honestly, you're advertising their property by saying it. I know, it's called a joke, Micah. Sorry for ruining the comedy podcast with jokes and comedy. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke about how they can't do it, but Jesus, Stevie, let's just shit all over I my just, setup. I'm just tearing you a new one today. I'm so my sorry. bad. I crack open my first Red Bull in upwards of four weeks and I get mean. Jesus Christ. You're a mean Red Bull drunk. <laughs> You know, next time I'll just make my jokes have a snappier start. How about that, Stevie, huh? Jesus. Sorry, sorry. Let's start the podcast over. My name is Stevie, and I use he, they pronouns, and I really I really like my older sister, and I am not mean to her, and her name is Micah, and I will be nice now. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm going to turn this podcast around. <laughs> Stage an intervention for our mean, mean podcast. Swear also, to God, I'm we're not... Also, I'm sorry that I called you an ogre earlier. I don't think you look like an ogre. I think you're very cute. Ah, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I don't <laughs> I don't feel like an ogre. <laughs> and isn't that what matters in the end? You know, the hard part about this is I'm not sure how I'm going to go from ogres to talking about the news because there is no organic <laughs> way to segue that. I'm trying to think of one. And just, oh, and just like ogres are stuck and are stinky, here comes the news. <laughs> I would like to apologize to our ogre audience out there. Shit. I would like you to know that these anti-ogre sentiments brought forth by Stevie are not indicative of the opinions of ogres of 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 yeah. this entire podcast. In fact, we don't stand as as a podcast. We don't stand behind those statements. We are supportive of all of you dirty, smelly ogres. Yeah, I'm making a lot of sweeping generalizations about our ogre audience, and I think that's pretty undeserved. Ogres have never sent me hate comments on TikTok. Humans, however. <laughs> Damn humans. Anti-human podcast. Uh, speaking, speaking of, of anti-human, now the news. <laughs> oh, there we go. I was going to say, <laughs> speaking of humans, the news. <laughs> the first headline, mm -hmm. a 7.2 magnitude earthquake hits near Haiti or hit near Haiti earlier today. Uh, this is being recorded on August the 14th. The 7.2 magnitude earthquake struck near Haiti on Saturday morning, killing at least 29 people. Holy According shit. to the country's Civil Protection Service, the U.S. Geological Survey is estimating high casualties and a widespread disaster. The earthquake was about 12 kilometers northeast of St. Louis de Sud and about 10 kilometers deep, according to the USGS. Holy shit! Yeah, so this is a uh, basically news is happening right now. There, there, there are already, of course, rescue efforts have already started. But 
I specifically wanted to talk about this because the last time there was a major earthquake in Haiti, the Red Cross raised $488 million in relief Mm. and only built six houses. What the fuck? So for this particular disaster that's just happened in Haiti, do not donate to the Red Cross. They do not properly use their funds. What you want to do is try to find local organizations Mm -hmm. that are already on the ground and donate to those. Yeah. I I don't have any right now to list. We'll tweet but, some out later uh, whenever this goes live so we can actually like have some resources for you. Um, yeah, no. Hey, fuck the Red Cross. Um, this isn't the first time I've heard of them doing shady shit. I can't remember other like specific uh, examples, but it seems like they really make a habit of that. Yeah, they kind of do, and they don't always have the best people working for them. No. Yeah, no. This sounds bad, but I feel like once an organization gets big enough, it starts sucking pretty bad. <laughs> like... I mean, you're not necessarily wrong because whenever it becomes a large organization, they always claim they have a lot of overhead and mm. administrative fees that they have to cover. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a lot of that with smaller, more nimble organizations on the ground, which, again, is why you want to donate to local organizations that are already on the ground. And they're already familiar so, with the community, so they know really where stuff needs to be allocated and how. Um, yeah. Hey, no fuck them. Um, also, Salvation Army sucks so bad. They suck so bad. They suck they so do fucking suck so bad. bad. Yeah, also, don't put it into them either. And don't shop there. It, they really suck. I promise you can find good thrifted items elsewhere. And if you want to know how they suck, uh, we don't have to educate you. Google's <laughs> free. Actually, I'm kidding. We, I don't remember exactly why they suck off the top of my head other than there was some anti-LGBTQ plus stuff. Yeah, it's because it's a quote-unquote Christian organization. So they, they, are, uh, yeah. they put their money where their mouth is. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Moving on to the next headline... This headline isn't even a good headline that I can read. It's just a list. Five takeaways from the long-awaited 2020 U.S. Census. Uh, This is coming from Business Insider. And it's just five neat things that they noticed about the census. Uh, Interesting. Thing number number one that this newspaper noticed. America's white population dropped for the first time in recorded history. Good. (laughs) There are less honkies in the U.S., apparently. Not less honkies, but, like, percentage-wise, less honkies. Thank God uh, we're finally getting rid of the crackers. Apparently. <laughs> I say as a... <laughs> Sorry. Apparently, the number of people identifying as white, as white dropped below 60%. Fascinating. Yeah, well, that's, so that's exciting. Kinda, that's I'm sure that'll. I'm sure that'll upset some people, and that won't be a problem. Yeah, right. Uh, hmm. Something something else Business Insider noticed. Rural areas have seen widespread population decline. Really? Yeah. Which makes sense when you think about where are the jobs. They're not usually out in the country. No, that's true, actually. That, that, that's true. So, kind of makes sense when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, something else Business Insider noticed in this list of theirs. Redistricting could tip the scales of power in Washington. It's like, it's like no shit, guys. Yeah, no shit. You ever heard no, of gerrymandering? Fuck y'all. Yeah, no fucking duh, guys. But I guess this was written for like a third grader to just learn about gerrymandering and redistricting. Yeah. Uh, this one is actually very interesting, and I did appreciate this. Uh, I want you to take a stab at what is the fastest growing metro area. Oh. What's the mm. fastest growing U.S. metro area? Like city? Yeah. Uh, is it LA? No. Okay, I guessed. It's the villages. Oh my god, because it's where the old people go to die. Yep. Oh so, my god. Apparently its population is growing practically exponentially since 2010, when the villages was just getting going. That's fucking so, it has the It is the fastest growing U.S. metropolitan area. Uh, it grew uh, 39% since 2010. Ooh. To about 130,000 old people ready to call the cops on their neighbors. And also can't stop fucking. Oh my god, so many STDs. Cannot stop fucking based that's, on the STD transmission rate. Yeah, I was about to say, that's not libel, by the way. That's like a true fact. What What else are they going to do? Stop being racist? No. Nah, but they are going to fuck. Just old people slapping together like a pair of overstuffed leather couches. I'm going to kill you with my bare Covered hands. in sweat. Why would you say that on the podcast? 
And the problem is that Mike is in charge of editing, so you're literally going to put that out into the world. You're going to put that evil, awful energy out into the world, and there's nothing I can do to protect our listeners from it. Yeah. I'm going to put a time-stamped tweet out telling people to not listen from this section of the podcast to this section just to cut out that specific phrase. (laughs) Uh, Old people as sweat-covered leather couches slapping against each other, just groaning, joints creaking and popping. So, uh, can you imagine what it smells like? I bet it smells. Oh my god! I bet it smells like Tiger Bomb. And oh just my god! I don't want to ponder elderly. <laughs> this sounds like a very specific category on Pornhub. Um, also, probably, probably a hint of baby powder. You're probably right. And just a dry, thing. dusty smell to go along with it. <laughs> and I don't get why. Listen. I would also agree that the baby powder is probably present, but for the love of God, I couldn't tell you why. They're on the opposite end of the of the target demographic for baby powder. I don't understand. It's just that dusty smell, like when you crack open an old book. Awful. Awful. So uh, <laughs> Let's go to a different fact. That one sucked. <laughs> that, was, that was a great fact. Uh, also, <laughs> something else they found interest, that the Business Insider found interesting there are more multiracial people in America than ever before. And it's like, yeah. of course there is. Yeah. yeah. That's going to happen. Nice. I think that's good. And that has been uh, all I was able to find for the news. Other than, of course, uh, the U.S. has announced that they're going to be leaving Afghanistan. In the past two days, the Taliban has retaken half the country. And just today, Joe Biden said he was going to put 5,000 more troops in Afghanistan. Hey, huh? What the fuck? You know, like you always do when you withdraw from a place. You put more people there. You put put more people there. What is happening? I... Oh, my God. See, and that's why I didn't want to have that as a news segment, because it's like, what the fuck content are we going to get out of this? This is bleak. Right. So what's the fucking goal there? Just like so you could say, like, we brought the troops out of Afghanistan, but we quietly put them back, but we're not going to mention that part. Like, what? What? Or maybe oh or maybe they're putting back different troops so they can claim uh, we got all the we got all the current troops out, but we this other different group of troops who are advisors, that's what they're going to do. They're going to call them advisors. Oh and my like God. these advisors are going to stay behind. This is fine. This is good. This is this is fine. Also Andrew Cuomo re- resigned. Andrew Cuomo did resign. He did do that. Yeah. To keep himself from being impeached because if he got impeached, he couldn't run for office again. Oh my God! Is that really and why? This, yeah, in the state of New York, if you get impeached, you're out of luck. Can't run for office again. Shit. Shit. So gotcha. he's, he's probably going to run for something in the next few years. Yeah. Thinking back to early pandemic when suddenly everyone was like really horny for him all of a sudden because they really liked how he handled the pandemic. And it's like he's just another old guy and he's just doing what he's supposed to do. Like you can't be horny for but someone for doing it. the bare minimum. But he did, he did it. He killed so many old people in retirement homes, like tens of thousands of old people who got covid were specifically sent back from hospitals to the retirement homes to die there to help keep the reported covid numbers down lower holy shit yeah oh my god so all the all the people getting horny for him saying he's doing the right no he wasn't and we knew it then and there were those of us shouting about it but oh my god you know boy i didn't know that and there were all these articles about it and shit too none about that part but about people finding him sexy which again He's just another white guy who committed a lot of murder. A ton of murder. You know, after a certain point and a certain level of power in the U.S., I I, kind of think in order to attain higher office, you've got to commit murder. Just tons of it. No, really. Like, you really do get to a certain amount of power. And, like, same thing we said about, like, big organizations earlier. Like, once it gets powerful enough, somewhere in there the empathy just goes, and that's terrifying. And there's a body count. Right. And if they're supposed to be in charge of all these people and they're supposed to be helping all these people, maybe you shouldn't have a body count. Maybe. That's terrifying. Really cheery news. Yeah. Yeah. This has been the news. Meanwhile, I'm uh, super excited to bring in my brand new segment so I can finally have a say in what this fucking podcast does. I'm really excited. <laughs> I've had a say from the very beginning. 
Um, that's you true. are I killing do, me here. I do run our Twitter account, um, so I am really. <laughs> but that's the only thing I get to do here. Yes, you only you only get to run the the extremely front facing social media account, whereas I get the only people who pay us can read it Patreon account. Yeah. I get the Twitter account with 40 followers, and you get the Patreon account with $11. So, you know, it really breaks even in the end. <laughs> I, think, I, I, think, I think we have four followers, I think. That's so exciting, though. Also, I do not mean to disparage our Patreon subscribers. I fucking love you, and it's weird that you want to give us money, and I would die for you. I don't expect you to make me, but if you ever call that one in, you know, it's the end of the podcast, because I don't know who else Mike is going to swap genders with, if not me, but I'll do, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it if you need me to. Just wanted to put that out there. Anyway, back to my cool new segment. <laughs> also, I love you Patreon subscribers as well. And while I wouldn't necessarily die for you, uh, oh. I do appreciate that you, you pay us money in order to hear the secret content that nobody else is allowed to hear. No one else. And we're not big enough to where people have started leaking our content either. So that's really thrilling. So um, it's a promise. It's, it's a guarantee. 100 percent um hey what the fuck was i gonna call this because i remember you changed the name oh letters from a lost generation is the name of my new segment which is fun since my generation is not particularly lost except tumblr is a wasteland and i think we can all agree with that no do you know what lost generation means no (laughs) okay the lost generation was the generation of like that fought world war one like a generation that felt like it had no future And just kind of basically sort of gave up in a way. Oh. So, uh, you picking up those parallels? Yeah, yeah. So, in Tumblr world, World War I is porn because they made it all... (laughs) Bingo. Exactly. When Tumblr got... funny. When Tumblr got rid of porn, it was just like whenever they used mustard gas in Verdun. It was exactly a one-to-one parallel, and there was the same body count as well. Um, yes, God, Tumblr that- getting rid of porn has the same body count of the first industrialized war that you know engulfed what? the entire world, pretty much. And you know what? I stand by that. I don't. I'm not going to retract that statement. <laughs> We're gonna get in trouble. Yeah, we probably are. Rip to any World War One vets out there who listen to our podcast, but I digress. But um, you know, if you do listen to our podcast, tell me. I'll give you the Patreon stuff for free. You oh, deserve 100%. it living this long. That's baller as shit, dude. Um, so the reason I'm talking about Tumblr and I'm just scouring through there. Um, I was on Tumblr pre-porn ban. I did not use Tumblr for such purposes to the point where I didn't realize how widespread it was. Really? I promise you, I didn't, really? because that, listen, that was a stage in my life where I was very afraid of the stuff. <laughs> okay, no, that's fair, that's fair. Was uh, very afraid. Listen, I was raised very Christian, as we both were. I was very afraid yeah, of the stuff. Yeah, but guess what I used Tumblr for? Well, I'm proud of you, and I'm glad that you were able to get it out some way. I didn't, so I just kind of suffered in peace. <laughs> uh, well, not peace. I suffered in quiet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so my Tumblr experience legitimately did not like change it it was pretty much the same except suddenly everyone who had been here uh left so god just a fuck ton of people vacated the site to the point where people still reference tumblr as being a dead website which is hilarious because it's not a dead website it just went underground like rats in the sewer so a lot of people are still there. Millions of users, in fact, are still there, just kind of doing their own thing. Um, and one of the things that I noted that was really interesting, <laughs> since they didn't have a have porn anymore, suddenly there is there was just a, a surge of content about uh, uh, like yearning and longing and that kind of thing. And that's when like people started posting like Mitski lyrics and Hosier lyrics and all this shit and like poetry paired with paintings, like all this stuff. And I was like, yo, this is gorgeous. I don't know what the fuck is happening though. And it's almost as if like once all the titties left, they were like, well, we've got to reckon with these feelings somehow and turn to art batshit most batshit thing i've ever seen and there are plenty of of areas of tumblr that do still house secret content i saw a whole ass cheek earlier today and i thought those were long gone so there's hope there's hope for us um but you're not allowed to tag anything titties anymore because they will take it down 
So there's that. Um, but there's also just other websites you can go to to see boob. There is plenty of others, and they will be. They will probably be less um, hazardous in, ter- in in terms of the boob you're allowed to see, uh, uh, and and just how revealing it is, and whether or not they are female presenting nipples, which was the exact phrase the Tumblr admins used when they were saying what titties are and are not allowed. <laughs> Which is insane. Peak pumble. It's literally peak Tumblr. Yes. Like, it got to the point where AMAB people would, like, like fat AMAB people would post pictures of themselves topless and go, my tits are as big as hers. Why aren't you taking this one down? Take this one down. Don't be shy. Take it down. And it was so powerful. So compelling. A real moment of feminist solidarity if I've ever seen one. Um, but what... Letters from a Lost Generation as a segment is, um, it means I go on Tumblr and I look at my dash and I save posts that I want to show Micah because it's honestly just a microcosm of, of the bullshit the youth are doing. And I think it's great. So it's just stuff I want to discuss with you. So this isn't Generational Gap. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, it does fit in pretty well with that one. I mean... I will, do, unle- I will, I will drop both musical cues. God, that's funny. Hip hop, a hippity hop, it's the generational gap. If you have, listen, if you could find MySpace archives, that would be very fun, actually. Just the Wayback Machine to scour as much MySpace as you could, and we just sort of oh, compare notes. I don't want to get into real people's drama here. In MySpace, you pretty much get to do is like your name. Really? It's like everyone's like real shit. Well, I mean, no, you could have like an AOS or whatever, but like a lot of people is just like their name because it's oh, like shit. pre a lot of, you know, like Facebook and safety. all that. Interesting. So the first one that I saw on my dash today that I was like, this I feel like is very pertinent. It's very simple, very poignant, just sort of an appetizer. Um, and all it says is kisses you on the mouth parasocially. And it's from Tumblr user SheSnake. Um, okay. I'm realizing this probably doesn't make a lot of sense to you in terms of, like, parasocial and sort of, like, the grip that that term has on Gen Z right now in terms of suddenly learning what a parasocial relationship is and sort of analyzing their relationship with media and with content creators and sort of producing a relationship that is not actually real, etc. But the problem is that, like, once everyone learned what parasocial meant, that meant that everyone got to start misusing it um, and just ah. sort of slapping it onto everything, just like gaslighting. Just like gaslighting. The second people learned what it meant, they all started using it wrong. And so now no one knows what it means anymore. So, are you okay? Are you dying? Oh my god. Mike is dying. Mike is hoiking one up right now. <coughs> I am dying. Oh my god. No, I just recently switched this vape to uh, menthol. Yeah. And I hit it a bit too hard. That's the hard stuff. That is the hard stuff. Because <laughs> I'm on day four of quitting smoking. I'm really proud of you. It's my fourth consecutive... It's not day four of trying. This is my fourth consecutive day of successfully not smoking. I'm very proud of you. I think that's exciting. So, yes. I'm um, doing relatively well this time. That's uh, true. But anyway, uh, you were saying you were going to make out with people parasocially. Yeah, so really, that's it. That's the tweet. It's just, it has like... 1200 notes fairly small post and just sort of a little a little peek into what's going on um okay so what's another one um Uh, so many times the mean girl in movies would just put on a fun, per- would put on a fun performance with singing and dancing and lights just to lose to the boring main character who just stood there and sang a slow song. It's twisted. It's sick. And the next comment, right? Like they're giving and giving and the boring girl does what a piano ballad. Fuck you. Um, and this is again, discourse, high school musical, any show or like any movie TV show that has a performing arts element that always happens. The so-called antagonist puts on an amazing performance, has been training for years, and then some uneducated schmuck comes in and sweeps it right off their feet because they can play two chords on the piano. Fuck you. What? I, uh, I just had a realization that's going to blow your whole Tumblr thing wide open. Hit me. It's not... That everybody 
who was left suddenly had to find an outlet and so decided to go all creative with it uh-huh. after the boobs were taken away. The boobs were taken away, mm-hmm. and the only people that stayed on Tumblr are theater kids. Oh, my God. I want to say you're wrong, but based on the post I just read, it's not looking good. No, it's really not. Here, uh, 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 do another. Do another one. Let's see it's if just- my, my theory holds. Oh, also that post came from uh, Velvet YS, and then the the comment was from Starry Nights and Fairy Lights. Um, let me see. Those are just tweets. Um, oh, the section's pretty long, and it's not funny, so I'll skip that and come back to it. Um, this w- <laughs> Well, we don't this want it wrong and not funny. Huh? You're not selling me... You're not selling me on any part of that. You're like, oh, Hold this on. one is long and unfunny. No, 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 no. It's Which- because it'll strike a good conversation. Um... Oh, this one is just, okay. So this one is just, uh, it's like a compilation from a a sermon actually. Um, and the comment on this is, uh, if you watch this, you go directly to hell. And that's from Tumblr user, cool bacon dude. Come, I do anything for Jesus. I found over 1700 times in the word of God where this word is used come and that's not cometh and the rest of the comes, but that's just come preaching my heart out for 45 minutes to an hour on that one word come. And it was one of our Lord's favorite words. Come unto me, come and drink, come and dine. Jesus said, come, come and come, come, come. And it goes on and on and on. I know this is dumb friends, but there are people that still haven't got it. So bear with me. When I say come, this is- it means come. This, how long does this go? This is say, a minute and 43 seconds. And it's just from this one fucking sermon. Okay. It, it's just the same joke over and over and over again. And it's just a compilation. And the thing is that I have heard that sermon so many times. I have sat through that almost almost exact sermon so many fucking times. I just... I, I feel like there's so much of Christianity that has so, so much of that. I remember the first time in youth group where we were taught that Abba, like the term that they use for like father, for God in the Bible, actually translates to daddy. And what that was supposed to mean was that it was like a close relationship with your with your father it was way more intimate than we made it out to seem but the problem is that we were a bunch of teenagers so it was just everyone going ha, 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 daddy god ha, ha, hey hi dad hi daddy and it was awful it was a bunch of horny 14 year olds in youth group and we couldn't take those jokes very far or else we'd get in trouble and so we're just towing the line of horniness and christianity which is really all youth group is and it's so goddamn weird Wow, that's actually a really good way to put it. Towing the line between horniness and Christianity, and that's all youth group is. Yeah. No, it is. Boy, being repressed as a teenager and also in the church is so fucking painful. It's so painful. Yeah, and the best part is every time you start to talk about it, you realize as you're talking that, oh shit, I should probably save this for therapy. Or I should bring this up in therapy. Yeah. Yeah, I find that a lot. Like, I'll be talking about something from my church upbringing. It's just, I'll be talking about hold on you're cutting out you're cutting out mind your fucking business (laughs) 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 i couldn't hear what you said i wanted to hear what you were saying i'm sorry that was extremely rude of me (laughs) uh shit what was i saying oh there are times when like i i I talk to somebody and i'll just be talking about you know growing up in the church and like a story from it and i'll pause halfway through because the look on their face and i'll go oh shit this is not normal is it I'm like, oh, this isn't funny, is it? This is, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, a little dessert. I guess before we get to the long one, which I suppose is the main course. Um, Again, one-liner. Makes me happy. Um, I should be allowed powers because I am a special boy. That one, simple, concise, sweet. I want to tattoo that on my brainstem. I should be allowed powers because I'm a special boy. And that's it. And that's the Gen Z mindset, baby. Okay. Um, and that one is from Tumblr user Bugshroom. Um, so that's all I have by way of, of little tidbits and little bites and that kind of deal. Okay. Um, but in terms of the big one, really struck me. Um, I'm, I'm going to try and cut it down so it's not so intense. But the the first like comment on this was posted by uh, Tumblr user uh, Leaf uh, Diesler. Uh, 
And I feel like there's a more elegant way I can say that without saying a slur I cannot reclaim. The the post itself, uh, humanity is inherently selfish and bad. <laughs> humanity is seeing a stranger's grocery bag break open on the sidewalk and harvesting fruits and veggies from the branch-like cracks of the asphalt for them just because you can. Humanity is helping a lost child find their mother on a crowded beach looking for the ladybug pattern parasol with their hummingbird small hand in yours. It's an elder's fingers wrapped around your arm as you help them up the stairs because the elevator is broken, feeling like you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, like this is what you would have been doing had you been alive centuries or even millennia ago. There will always be a heavily pregnant woman who will smile at you when you give up your seat, a nice blind man in the fruit aisle who will ask you to please pick the riper plantain for him, a tired cashier whose face will light up when you compliment their tattoo sleeve. Humanity is connection. The next comment is from Punished Lincolnshire Poacher, who says that humanity is inherently selfish and bad trope is yet another iteration of propaganda meant to blame innocent masses for problems that are directly caused by the top percentage of obscene wealth hoarders. It is born from a probably subconscious rationalization for their extreme greed, i.e. anyone would do what I'm doing if they were in my position because it's just human nature. Anyway, it's total bullshit, and the truth is that human beings are love in motion. Um, and the can next... I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I interject... Yes. With an addendum on that. Yes. It's not that the rich people are doing this to everybody else. It's not that the controlling ruling class is doing it to everybody else necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's that the entire system and the way that it is built is designed so that they can in the first place. So it's not even individuals that you can blame for the system. It is yeah. the system itself that is completely corrupt and untenable. Yeah, exactly. So that, um, that's just the addendum I wanted to put in there the issue is not individual the issue is systemic no i would agree and like obviously that system had to like come from somewhere and it would of course come from i would say top percentage of obscene wealth hoarders but it very much is yeah exactly again absolute power corrupts absolutely um i guess that's our whole theme for the for this episode but it's it's very i don't know and like the one that like the whole comment that comes after this is super long like they're kind of discussing um oh it's from tumblr user michelle shock and they're kind of discussing like the idea that people are horrible whenever given the chances like just not backed up by real life um and their example is like that they were in charlottesville on that day i'm assuming they're referring to the white supremacy rally that happened a couple years back you got the right in 2017 yes um, and they saw some really horrific sides of humanity that I've thought about almost every day since. But on the way back to our car, all of us filthy and sweaty with chemical burns from mace, some strangers saw us and asked if we needed help. They let us into their home and gave us water and food and let us shower before we drove home. They are probably part of the reason I didn't get hit by the car because the time window we missed it by wasn't a lot. And they, they go on to discuss... Um, some, a, a particular anthropologist named Margaret Mead, um, who was asked what she considered to be the first sign of civilization in a culture. Um, and I'm paraphrasing here, but basically what she saw was a, a femur, I think, that had been broken but healed over. And sort of like way back when this was, like, if you broke something, you die because you're slowing down the group. Like, there's nothing they can really do for you. But, like, the fact that it had been broken and healed over meant that someone had to stay back with them and care for them and feed them and protect them. And this is sort of, like, the first instance of sort of, like, assisting someone in healing and, like, binding up the wound. And, like, they conclude with helping someone else starts... Helping someone else through difficulty is where civilization starts. We are at our best when we serve others. Be civilized. And I think that's so fucking poignant in terms of, like... I I feel like it is really easy, especially with, like, the news segments we read so often in terms of, like, how shitty things are usually at the hands of the powerful um, and, like, why they are how they are and sort of how it is really easy to, I guess, turn on everything and and everyone and just sort of figure, like, it's everyone for themselves when, like, that isn't the case and that never has been the case and, like, the only way you really can proceed through that is by, like, mutual aid and, like, locally organizing and, like, joining with the people around you, finding some fucking comrades. Like, that's the way you can proceed because, like, if it is individuals against the powerful, you're fucked. You're obviously fucked. And, like, perpetuating the idea that it's a dog-eat-dog world with, like, it, like within, like, the lower classes is, I think, like, how the powerful stay powerful because... It is. It's divide and conquer. Exactly. They're all working in their best interests and for each other's best interests. Like, 
all corporations kind of scratch politicians' backs and they scratch theirs. And yeah. like, so we have what? Jack shit? No, I mean, we have each other, but that's the only thing we have at this point. Because otherwise, like, we're not really going to be able to come back from that. So that's all. Sorry to, to bring it down a little, but I thought that that would be a good one to share. Um, but Well, I was going to say I can bring it down even further. Hit me. Let's drag <laughs> this to the pit of hell. The uh, climate report that came out this last past Monday. Yeah. The one that everybody was doom and gloom about. Yeah. They didn't read it. Oh, it wasn't that doom as doom and gloom as they're saying. Hmm. Basically, what it said was we're kind of locked into one and a half degrees mm. heating as things stand. But mm-hmm. there's stuff that we can do mm-hmm. to mitigate any worse warming. And it's stuff that we'd have to start taking action on like now. But there is things that we could do. And these are all like major systemic changes that have to happen. Mm. Not like you stop using plastic straws. That's not going to save anybody. Yeah. But... People latched on to the worst case scenario, which is we do nothing, and then we have the four degrees rise that basically wipes us all out. Mm-hmm. But, again, they're ignoring the part, the large part of the, the actual report that said there are things we can do. Here's, what we, here's tangible things we can do to fix this. Mm-hmm. There are tangible things we can do. So mm-hmm. the key is we just have to get the people in power on board which might come with making them uncomfortable by, I'm not suggesting you do this, but let's say hypothetically, yelling at them in restaurants or finding out places that they frequent and yelling at them there, hypothetically, yeah. in Minecraft. Just make them nervous. Everyone knows that politicians love Minecraft and hate the environment, and that's why they spend so much time on Minecraft, so they don't have to deal with the real environment. They just have a little, they just have a little, little Minecraft server where they all hang out. Luckily, we know what the server IP is, so we can all do bullying on Minecraft. However, I am not endorsing bullying on Minecraft. I'm just saying if you knew the server IP, you could. I will be tweeting the server IP later today. Don't you worry your little heads. What? (laughs) I said what I said. I know the secret politician server IP address. No, you don't. There's, There's no... Shut up. You're, you're, you kind of you, you took the metaphor and you just ran it Shh. off a cliff. Shh. <laughs> I'm really Stevie, good at podcasting. You're really good at podcasting. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the number one thing people want in podcasting: someone to inspire dead air as the other person tries to figure out what the <laughs> fuck just happened. <laughs> I don't do podcasting for all of you schmucks. I do it so I can laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> this has been Letters from a Lost Generation. I hope you enjoyed the new segment. I will find a brand new string of Tumblr posts to plague Micah with next week, and I will find more next week. And one of them, I promise, won't be a compilation of a pastor uh, and the number of times he said he said the, num- the number of t- the number of times he said come in one sermon. Micah looks so tired of me. Micah's like, why the fuck do I have this podcast? Oh my god, what is it worth? What is it for? A minute and 43 seconds of come? No, no it is not. No, it was actually me just sitting here thinking, I can probably edit down some of the, the pastor from the 45 seconds that you played of it. <laughs> yeah. You, you played a lot of it, and I'm just kind of sitting there going like, how long is this? Yeah. I just uh, wanted to give you a taste. Listen, I watched the whole thing, so be glad I didn't no, I put that on you. you. I believe you. I truly do believe you watched the whole thing. I did. It was really compelling. And that's I'm how my walk with Christ is going. Fantastic. Just really good. Super I'm good relationship with Daddy God. Hell yeah. God loves it when you call him Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad show. This is a horrible podcast. I don't know why anyone listens to us. We've got at least two listeners, and I call that a win. Oh, there you go. The two listeners are us, but don't don't worry about that. <laughs> right. Actually, have you been listening to the finished episodes I've been sending you? Sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm a stressed man. You're killing me here. So really, we only have one listener, and it's me. Shit. Oh, man. I should have lied. 
I brought the news. You brought the Tumblr. We still need about another 20 minutes. What are other segments we do? HRT update, baby. How are things going for you? Any changes or have you just kind of plateaued at this point? This Week in Transit. Oh, so for This Week in Trans, uh, <laughs> no, the only real update is I'm pretty sure my testosterone levels being low are why I've been so damn tired. Uh-huh. So I've actually spent much of today uh, drinking caffeinated beverages so I can try to stay up you know, past 9.30 like an adult as opposed yeah. to crashing at 9.30 like some kind of child. Yeah, earlier she said that she really wanted to stay up until 2 a.m. Because, God, she just misses it. She misses staying up until 2 a.m. so bad. I do. I, and the thing is, I do so much of my my creative work at, and at night, yeah. really late and slash early into the morning. And I just haven't been able to do it the past several months. And I've been feeling really bummed out because I haven't been as creative. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping that, you know, I'll be able to do something tonight. Yeah. As I stay up later with caffeine keeping me up. I find it interesting because, like, you're – I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, whenever – like, before I started transitioning, obviously, I didn't really have much testosterone in me. I was, like, all estrogen and bones. Um, but, like, I was still able to stay up plenty. So I wonder why you were – why now that you have estrogen in you, it's, like, harder – for you to stay up because you think that wouldn't affect it but once I got on testosterone I have a lot of energy and I am staying up later than ever which is very very fun for me it's a very good time um although if I do have work the next morning I was gonna say I pay for it but I mean I kinda I feel like I'm still like I I still get up and going which is really interesting because I feel like I never really dealt with that before so I'm just kind of generally running on less sleep and having a good time okay yeah now imagine you spent your entire life with that and then it's gone. That's horrifying. That's, that's what I'm that is so what upsetting. I'm dealing with. That's why I'm that's why honestly being tired seems to be a, a trans girl stereotype. Interesting. No, that actually makes a lot of sense in terms of like <laughs> transitioning from from this and you're hopping and up and going all the time to that. Oh good god. You mentioned earlier that like I'm creaking so bad. I'm so sorry. That drinking like monster energy drinks is like a trans girl stereotype, which I actually wasn't aware of. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, that'll do it. That'll definitely do it. Maybe that's why all the trans guys I know are massive stoners. <laughs> I feel like that tracks. Could be just bringing themselves back down to something that they were, they were more familiar with. Yeah. I chug that whole Red Bull really fast. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs> Hello, listener. Do you like content? Do you like premium content that no one else gets to listen to? Well, we have some good news for you. You can sign up for our Patreon, and for $3 a month, you get a podcast every other week. So instead of every two weeks having our melodious voices to listen to, you can listen to us every week and hear stories that we just don't really talk about on the main feed. Boy, that sounds ominous. I don't... I. I don't know why it sounded so ominous the way that I said it. It's not like it's going to be anything like horrid or anything. It's just, you know, we get a little raunchier over there. Hello. Welcome back. Hi. Ah, shit. There's something I wanted to say, and I cannot remember what it was for the life of me. I was thinking really good podcast thoughts in the toilet, and I cannot remember what they were. You're killing me. Sorry. All that wasted content. Ah, shit. Right down the shitter. Right down the shitter. Hold on. Oh, that was it. I haven't smoked CBD in like four weeks, um, but I realize that whenever I do, it makes it way easier for me to not vape because I'm between leases right now. Um, and like I, I could smoke where I am. I just haven't. I don't know. Oh, no, never mind. I do know why. It's because I would have to go outside and mosquitoes are outside because we live in Florida and I am in hell. Um, never mind. I did answer my own question. Um, at my old place, don't tell my landlords. I would just open the window and sort of call it a day. Um, but the smell didn't linger, which was nice. Um, somehow that did it. It did not smell like smoke, at least as far as I could tell whenever I moved out. Uh, and that seemed to be fine. So anyway, I'm kind of hoping that that'll be a little bit easier once we get settled in the new place. I also think that my landlords might have grifted me out of my security deposit because I haven't gotten it back yet, and my roommate did. Yeah. I should call them. You should find out what's up with that. Yeah, and my roommate told me, like, because, like, that's bullshit. If they do decide to charge me more for something than them, they they decided, like, uh, 
I will like split it down the middle with you, sort of like whatever the total is, which I think is very ethical of them. I really appreciate them. Um, fuck landlords, also fuck them yeah, very fuck very badly. Landlords. They only gave us one mailbox key, um, but then because Abby was the one to take the one mailbox key back, they were like, oh, the other one's missing. And Abby was like, yeah, we only got one. And they just like didn't believe them. And they're like, okay, well, since you were the one to bring back this key, we'll charge your roommate for the other one. They didn't give it to us. We didn't get it. But because uh. they were the one to take it, they were like, okay, this one, this, this one is yours. No, we only have had one since the very beginning, and you know that because we told you, and you just kind of lost that information conveniently. Cool. Fuck these guys. Yeah, fuck landlords. <sighs> I am wondering if they're going to try and charge us for various things around the place that were already fucked up when we got there. Probably. I'm waiting. But no, what I was going to say was um, there are these uh, candles you can get. Mm. Uh, smoke eliminating candles. Oh? Yeah, you can get them at, like, head shops and stuff. They're expensive. They're, like, 25 bucks per candle. Ooh. But but burn it for, like, a couple minutes. It takes care of the smoke smell. That is so cool. How the fuck does that work? Uh, magic. Ah. Magic and pixie farts. Now, hold on. Does the candle... When you blow out the candle, does it smoke? Yeah. This is bullshit. There's something in the in like the wax or something that like gets this actual like other smoke out of the air. So you say pixie parts are in the fucking candle? I said pixie farts. I heard pixie parts and I was like, um, why are we put 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 the pixies back together? I would like a pixie free smoke eliminating candle, please. I w- I would like ethical ethically sourced smoke eliminating candles, please. Look, we can't all have your bougie pixie free candles some of us have to go with the great value ones that we can afford they are literally made with pixie labor so if you're okay with condoning that okay go the fuck off but just be aware that karma is going to come back and bite you in the ass just so you know the pixies are going to uprise so you can fuck right off (laughs) i wish this was a you know they could try the pixies could try to uprise but you know what that's just more for my candle oh my god we cannot put this on the podcast. You're gonna get. You're gonna cancel out the fucking wazoo. All oh the my pixies god! Are gonna come after us? Yeah, all our pixie listeners. What if our Patreon listeners are pixies and we just didn't know it? Do you know how many listeners we've just alienated? Well, let's see. Earlier, we alienated the ogre listeners. So, oh my uh, god, we're losing our entire listener base, and it is entirely your fault. No, the ogre thing was my fault, but I refuse to take responsibility for it. <laughs> Cut that part I was out. about to say. <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. I seem it's to not, recall. It's not my fault if I don't take responsibility for it. <laughs> oh, that's how that works. Yeah. I always wondered. I was just thinking of na- possible names for this episode, and one of them is uh, the one where we offend all of our fantasy listeners. I think that pixie-free smoke-eliminating candles is pretty good, but I feel like there are a lot of a lot of really good moments here. It broke out. It, it, it cut out on the last half of that. Um, Shit. I immediately forgot what I said. I just say things oh and then immediately God. discard what it was. Oh, I was thinking that, um, shit. I was thinking that pixie-free smoke-eliminating candles would be a really good one. Um, but at the same time, we have, we've sort of gone through all our fantasy listeners at this point. Hopefully the Dragonborn have stuck around. I fucking love y'all. Um, but I really don't think we can afford to, to offend any more of our fantasy listeners at this point. Also, you don't want to piss off Dragonborn. They'll eat you. Yeah, I'm not stupid. Do I look fucking dumb to you? No. Do I look fucking dumb to you? Answer the question, Micah. I can't believe you're implying <laughs> that our Dragonborn listeners are so violent. Oh my god. How could god. you, Stevie? How could you? <laughs> now we've lost the Dragonborn. Shit. Shit. God damn it. Okay, here's what we'll do. We we'll are split- hemorrhaging fantastical listeners. Shit. We'll split the podcast into two separate podcasts. You can have gender. I'll have swap. And then we'll just sort of take the fan bases that we personally have not offended. You, well, actually, no. I'll keep the Pixies. You can keep the Ogres and the Dragonborn. And just sort of depending on who you alienate in your podcast, they'll just come listen to mine. Assuming that they don't sort of discard us together entirely. Um, but the I podcast feel, I feel has like now that split. One. I feel like that they've already discarded us at this point. And also, I, I don't think we get to choose which ones we keep. Okay, fine. You have gender, I have swap, and the listeners can fall where they please. How about that? 
Maybe there's some anti-pixie pixies. It gets pretty complicated out there. I trust that's pretty hard for them. So it's just, they, they can sort of fall where they please. I can't believe that you're victim-blaming pixies. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, now we've lost them entirely. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a shit show. We can't release this. We're going to have so much fucking trouble, you guys. We're going to we're gonna have to bury this entire episode. None of it's usable. None of it. No, literally not a single part of it. Certainly not the part about Daddy God. Man, now I've alienated the Christians. We're not going to have any fucking listeners left after this. Assuming really any Christians aren't. were listening to, <laughs> assuming any Christians were listening to our our podcast to begin with. I mean, there may have been a few. Not anymore. Just because I they can't handle a little Daddy God. I know of one actually. My mentor actually is a Christian. Listens to our podcast. Hey, bestie. I'm really glad you're still listening. Please don't abandon us because I said Daddy God like 10 times. 11 now that I said it again. Um, please don't leave. You're literally our sole listener now, my guy. So this is really going to be an episode where I'm the only one who listens to it. I promise you I will listen to this one because I feel like it's a riot. I just, no, actually, I'm going to listen to it because I want to see how you mash it all together. I want to see how you salvage it based on the pieces we have left. It's going to be a five minute episode, but I'm really excited. Goodness. You know what we didn't get into? I just realized. What? You had me do my This Week in Trans. You didn't do yours. Oh, my God. You're right. You can just sort of slap this one back in there. Let me see. Okay, so a lot of what I've been aware of this week is my voice, because as you can hear, it is very, very deep, and I just don't really speak in that range. And I was talking... It is. And I was talking to one of my uh, cis male friends, John, and I was talking about how I struggle sort of like with emoting whenever I'm talking this low where my voice naturally falls. So I kind of, so I feel like people don't really know how deep my voice actually is. And so I'm very afraid that people think my testosterone isn't working, which is not actually something people think, but I've just sort of decided that they think that about me. Um, In case you didn't know, I am like omnipotent. I do know what everyone's thinking. Um, so I am pretty sure that's not how that works, but shut up. So I'm like the only objective person in the entire world. So I do know that everyone thinks that my testosterone isn't working. So I just sort of want to put this out there. It is, I have about four chest hairs now and they look really stupid because they are on my tits. So I just look dumb as shit right now. That's what they start. Cannot wait to chop these bad boys off. December 17th, the day is coming, uh, coming soon to theaters near you. Um, I'm really excited. I just remembered that I have a cute little countdown app. Hold on. I'm going to check how many days I have left. I'm so excited. Let me see. Also, 125 yeah. days left, baby. I'm so excited. But also, yeah, the hair starts at your nipples and grows out from there. Yeah, that looks stupid as fuck, and I hate it. I just it's have how hairy, it grows. I just have hairy titties. This looks dumb. I hate this shit. Anyway, my legs are super hairy, too, which is great, except it also keeps scaring the fuck out of me because I keep thinking there's a bug on me, but it's just my leg hair blowing in the air conditioning, and it's so fucking stupid. Is this, some- is this something you used to deal with? Did you spook yourself, or were you just used to it? I was just used to it. Fuck! Yeah, so trans dudes, that's going to happen. If you, if you decide to grow out your leg hair, it's going to scare the shit out of you. I constantly think there are spiders on me. It's <laughs> It's gotten a little complicated in the summer because sometimes there are spiders or ants or mosquitoes to sort of take your pick of, of the Floridian hellscape. Um, right. But instead, it is wasps. almost always just my leg hair. Uh, don't forget, I'm immune to wasps, so that's not going to be a problem for me. Yeah, you Disney character. Lucky for you, you don't really deal with leg hair a whole lot anymore. So you'll know that if something is on your leg, you will know it's a wasp. And I should think that would bring a certain amount of reassurance to your life, but... No, just unbridled terror. (laughs) Nothing to protect you from the wasps if the leg hair isn't down there. (laughs) You know, actually, you're not wrong. Wait, for real? Yeah. Oh my god. That never occurred to me. Yeah. I'm actually more vulnerable sans the leg hair than if I... upsetting. Ooh, that was some thunder. I wonder if the mic's going to pick that up. I heard it. I bet it will. Yeah. That was I impressive. I wonder if it'll get over here. Um, Chow and I were FaceTiming once when they were over there and I was over here. And I heard thunder through FaceTime and then a minute later heard it over here. Very weird. That is um, wild. And then I had to, like, remind Shiloh about, like, geography and, like, why that happened. It was great. Um, but... Oh, yeah, the voice thing. I was talking to my cis friend, John, (laughs) and he was saying how... He has a very deep voice, and he was saying, no, like, that's pretty common, actually, because, like, it is harder to emote when your voice is really deep. So, like, he uses a 
pretty wide range of his voice, I would say. I mean, like, he can sing and talk very, very deep, but he also talks higher whenever he's feeling excited, because I don't know why, that's just sort of how we express excitement as humans, and I don't really get that. And I just sort of generally am a very enthusiastic person. Um, so it is very tricky, but I did just want to remind my listeners that I have sweet, sweet dulcet tones, um, and my voice is actually quite deep. So if any of you have been thinking that my testosterone isn't working, which I know you are, because again, I know what you're thinking at all times during the day. That's not how it works. Hush. I know what you're thinking at all times during the day. Just a reminder that my voice is hot. So thank you and good night. Don't think bad things about me or else I will know. And this is not my anxiety fooling me. This is simply because (laughs) I know everything. So. So there we go. Yes. (laughs) So I feel like that's just about an entire episode. Stevie, where can people find you? Let me see. People can find me at steviebee.com. That's steviebee.com. And that has pretty much all my shit links to all my socials, such as TikTok, where I'm stevie.b. Um, on Twitch, I'm stevie underscore b. Um, it also has a list of all the monsters I've ever wanted to fuck. It has a, a dono zone. This is actually really important, uh, where it has top surgery funds of my friends that it would be great if you donated to. And if you do donate to any of those, make sure to message me on Instagram with proof of that donation, um, because then... Uh, you can submit a confession or a monster and that will guarantee you a spot in in uh, one of those episodes of Saddamath or Confession Booth. And that has actually gotten a lot of people to, to donate, which is really exciting. Um, I do also have a, a list of uh, shit I care about that you should care about too. And do have a lot of resources as far as um, the Line 3 pipeline goes and people you could donate to over there. Um, and I will actually also add resources now that I'm thinking about it for the earthquake in Haiti. I will find some good links that go to Not the Red Cross and I will add those before this episode goes up cool yeah you can find me over on twitter at mxmaxwellmusic uh, there I tweet not as much as I used to but I still tweet every now and then usually about segments that are going to end up being in the news uh, whenever I read it out uh, you can also uh, listen to my music over on bandcamp.com by going to mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com and that's where you can hear the music that uh, I went to college to learn how to write music and stuff. So it's really uh, good. It's really good. I would appreciate the serotonin if you would, you know, just uh, give it a listen. Inflate Maybe. those listens a little bit. You know, just uh, put it in the background while you do something else. I listen don't mind. to them while you sleep. Exactly. We also have a, well, I was going to say a joint Twitter account. It's gender underscore swap underscore pod. It's not actually joint. I control the whole thing. I have all the power. It's very fun. I think I gave you the login and you just don't use it, which I think is great. Um, and yeah. You did not I, give me the login. I thought I did. You didn't. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I think I got it's so caught up with the euphoria of having a Twitter account that I, I forgot to actually give you the ability to also post there. <laughs> no, it's fine. I actually don't mind. You can continue to have control. That works. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, you've got the Patreon. I get the Twitter. Um, We're speaking of the Patreon. You can go to patreon.com and uh, our Patreon is called Gender Swap because of course it is. Because of course it is. Uh, actually, is it called Gender Swap and not Gender Swap Podcast? Let me double check. I'm pretty that. sure it is. Do, do, do. Yep, it's just called Gender Swap. And there, for $3 per month, you can subscribe to an extra episode. Instead of getting one episode every two weeks, you will get a weekly episode from us as we discuss pretty much the same things we discussed on the free feed just uh raunchier and i so much raunchier and i have heard of plenty of my irl friends actually who have been sort of incorporating the podcast into their daily routine which i think is just precious i really love that um all the friends who listen while they uh while they work out um i love you and I would also die for you. I've sort of got a list at this point of people who I would die for if they wanted me to. So, really, whoever wants to claim that first gets it. This is this is sort of like a one-time coupon, but a fuck ton of people have it. Yeah, I'm, I don't think you really thought this one out. But really anyway, didn't. that's on me. That is definitely on you. But I think <laughs> that just about covers us on all of our pluggables. So, uh, bye. Bye. There's a party in my pants. There's a party in my pants. There's a party in my pants.
There's a party in my pants. There's a party in my pants. There's a party in my pants. There's a party in my pants. There's a party in my pants. There's a party in my pants. Jello mold of Elvis.